I'm Don Ferlazzo, and I've got the fun. And I'm Caitlin Kay, and I'm what kids love to do. <laughs> and this, this is, is Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Jingle. Jingle. This is the podcast where we take a jingle-sized dive into the fascinating world of local TV and radio jingles. Indeed we do, Caitlin. And uh, this week, this episode is indeed a no exception uh, because we are going to do what we always do. We're going to review a local radio or television jingle. In this case, I think it might be both. Uh, tonight, or for this episode, we're doing Milford Amusement Center in Milford, Connecticut. Uh, very excited to do this one because, as we mentioned in our previous episode, this is the first time that a, a listener has submitted uh, a jingle for us to to listen to and, and to review. And I want to thank... Josh Wass, uh, affectionately known as Woss in my circle of friends, uh, who uh, who sent us this uh, among a, f- a couple others to consider. Um, this is a fun one, and, and Caitlin, I've never heard of it, but uh, it sounds like somebody from maybe your uh, side of things has. Yes, I wanted to ask if uh, Woss was from Milford or the surrounding area. No, Woss is from uh, this area, the capital mm-hmm. region of New York. Um, he's moved around a little bit with his wife, Lindsay, and uh, gosh, I'm 99% sure that he lives in Connecticut now. Josh, I apologize for not remembering exactly where you live at this moment, but it, I'm 99% sure that he lives in Connecticut, and I think he would want all of our listener to know that. Mm-hmm. And I did say listener. Josh. <laughs> Josh, Josh, you're the one. Ross. You're the one, and now you know where you live. First so. name, last name, wife's name. And state of residence. And state of residence. But, you know, no stalkers coming after no, you. We, they're they're we, coming after Caitlin because the kids love to do her. <laughs> this, is a, this is a podcast where we dox our listeners. <laughs> our only listener. Now, well, wait, by the <laughs> way, I'd like to wish a happy birthday to one of our biggest fans, uh-huh. Danny Durant. <gasps> we are recording this, Danny, on your birthday. And now this is going to might spoil things for you because this episode is likely to come out months after your birthday itself but uh happy birthday to danny who um, i'm sure uh appreciates birthday wishes happy birthday danny we love you very much um i'm ashamed that i don't know what sign this is because well we don't want to say the actual date because that would be too much personal information about yet another one of our listeners I said this is a show where we dox our listeners i'll try to remember her <laughs> astrological sign and i don't know what don't even give that away that's is. that's going to cause trouble Okay, well, anyway. Shouldn't have even used your full name. <laughs> Happy birthday, Danny. <laughs> I hope you listen to this episode and like it at some point in the future. <laughs> text us when you get when you get yes. to this point. Ooh, if you never yeah. text us, okay. then we'll know you don't actually listen. This is a test for you. Maybe she's just being polite all this time. And if you want us to test your loyalty... <laughs> On a podcast. Go ahead and text us if you don't know our number. Mm-hmm. You can just email us at welcome to the jingle pod at gmail.com. Do it today. Today. So anyway, so yeah, we're talking about Milford Amusement Center. And Caitlin, you know some people who know Milford Amusement Center, right? I do. Um, one of my best friends who does not listen to this podcast, because I, mm. I don't Can't believe I ever told him about be a best it. best friend then. Uh <laughs> Not like Danny or Josh. He's gone through so many podcasts that I've done, and I just I, maybe I wanted to make sure this is a sure Wait thing. Wait a minute, before how I many podcasts have you done? At least three or four. 
Uh, Wait a but, minute. So when I do a podcast with you, does that mean I've done every podcast that you've done? <laughs> you've been exposed. I've been exposed. It's like doing podcasts with all your podcast partners. It's only fair that I tell you about the <laughs> podcast that I've done before. And the, all the those... clock on the wall just like starts to like go all the way around several times and it just cuts to me like wiping my brow and blushing. And all those kids too. <laughs> uh but yes, he uh he live his parents still live in Milford, Connecticut, which is a, a beautiful little town on the Long Island Sound. Uh and then my my husband is a Connecticut native and Milford is about 45 minutes away from where he grew up, but he remembers hearing this jingle on the radio. I don't know if he mentioned the TV ad, but this was like a all over Connecticut kind of ad. I think if you grew up back then, you would have heard it. Um, and Milford is, is not in the most major of, parts of connecticut right like it's kind of near new haven is that the biggest city in connecticut yeah i guess new haven waterford it's the most bolded portion or bolded uh city name on uh, google maps um in connecticut except for hartford hartford also big but that's really it those are the only two that you're going to get bolded on google maps i'm noticing right now when I go to Connecticut, I only go to the poor parts of Connecticut. <laughs> so That's where like the real Connecticutians live. And that is the proper way to identify them, right? Oh, there's there's so much uh there's so much trashy Connecticut. It's not it's not the the rich enclave you think it is. Well we found we found like the like the highest end entertainment center in Connecticut. It's Connecticut's largest indoor park i think they boasted as connecticut's largest game arcade oh in the uh, jingle that we listened to a couple times before we went to air here connecticut's largest game arcade exactly so so ryan has heard or your husband oh i i added him too it's okay the name we won't we won't say his last name uh yes ryan he, k <laughs> ryan k has heard it um he heard me playing this on youtube and immediately started like chanting along in the background and i'm like why didn't i asked him a hundred times like do you remember any jingles from childhood and he's like no uh but apparently this was lurking in the back of his mind nice. and just needed to be discovered but uh, this was definitely a memory for a connecticut native of a certain age awesome well so so we know it exists and actually josh who was you know the one who submitted this one for consideration he told me that he asked around at work and although you know Nobody had any like amazing memories about going there. They were like, "Oh yeah, we've been there," and "Oh, I remember that jingle," you know. So it, it's one of those ones that I think if you lived in that area, you definitely knew it. Never got as far as us. I don't think they advertised outside of their region. Why would they? Um, you know, for for the type of business that they were, it wasn't. You know, it's an amusement center. It's not a, a theme park. You know, there aren't roller coasters. Um, so you know, they they probably kept their advertising a little bit more on the local side. But uh, they lasted for like 25 years, so you know it's a it it had a following, mm -hmm. no question about that. Um, so let me give you a little bit of background. I, I did a, a fair amount of research on this one. Uh, Milford Amusement Center, uh, later named Smiles Entertainment Center, was a legendary arcade and recreation center located on Boston Post Road in Milford, Connecticut. 
It operated from the mid-80s until 2011, and then it was demolished four years later in 2015. Oh. So it's gone. Only in the mid-80s it started. That's what it seems uh, seems to be. I didn't find a hard date, but it sounds like 85, 86. Somehow I thought that this was I'm like arcade. That's like a, maybe a charming relic from the 40s or 50s. When I think of oh, like Coney Island. Yeah, I what do you expecting. think of arcade? Do you mean like carnival games or do you think of, you know, Tetris? And uh, I thought maybe like, I mean, carnival and such. Like it was bumper cars and ski ball back in the day. And then it was whack-a-mole and pinball. And then maybe by the time we saw that when the commercial was from, it was uh, Pac-Man and whatever else. Perhaps, perhaps. I, I think the commercial that were, or the, the jingle, and we're going to watch a commercial version of it, you know, a video version of it on YouTube, uh, is from 1992. That makes sense. So, you know, it was a little bit more modern than even that. But mm-hmm. um, it was, I think it was, so it was known originally as Milford Amusement Center um, from its inception until 2001, as far as I can gather. Uh, based on some comments from some Reddit users, it was also known at some point as Milford Recreation or simply The Wreck. So mm-hmm. they might have had a name change in there. And then finally, uh, in, its, in its final form, it was known as Smiles Entertainment Center. Um, it featured a variety of activities, some of which you already mentioned. Mini golf, batting cages, bumper cars, uh, billiards, laser tag. And then, again, it, it did boast uh, itself as Connecticut's largest game arcade. So it had a lot going for it, um, indoor and outdoor-wise. Mini golf, indoor, or outdoor, Mini-golf. I should say. And, and, you know, bumper cars. Uh, uh, or were they go-karts? I don't know. They might They might tell you in the jingle. Okay. Um, well, they definitely had something on four wheels that you could drive around independent mm-hmm. of any sort of track. Uh, so, yeah, it closed officially in 2011 after 25 years in business. Uh, according to a representative of Amusement Consultants Limited, uh, who was the ownership group of Smiles at the time of the closure, and this is a direct quote from a newspaper article, it's real, uh, it's the Xbox and PlayStation, along with competition from Chuck E. Cheese, that eventually closed this Smiles location. Oh, no. So, so you know, this representative was just like, eh, kids be playing video games at home, and plus, mm-hmm. how do you compete with the mouse? They're going to Chuck E. Cheese's. Um, there was another uh, a, a video or a, a newscast interview with mm-hmm. a, a longtime employee of Smiles who was there, like helping clean it out. And she was like, "Yeah, I guess uh, according to the owner, they, this place just wasn't making enough money." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know, she really told the truth. Yeah, <laughs> which is, oh, businesses need to make money to uh, continue operating. And so you know, it was a sad day for her and, and her colleagues as they cleaned that place out in 2011. When it closed, uh, I guess relatively abruptly, they didn't. It wasn't like, oh, we're we're really struggling. It was just like, yeah, don't come to work tomorrow. We're done permanently. There was a heyday of sort of indoor kids play areas. Mm-hmm. You remember a Jeepers, Food Fun, and a Monkey? I don't remember that slogan. Was that their slogan? It was, and they literally had a monkey, like the monkey and every, a living. The monkey was there. A, a living monkey. Yeah. They kept a monkey at this indoor play gym. Yeah. In like a cage, right? I don't know. I remember the ads, but I was, I think, too, a little too old to go to Jeepers. It was Jeepers. Jeepers was on Wolf Road, right? Food, fun, and monkey. That, um, nobody else will care if you don't live here, but uh, the sort of behind Crossgates Commons, like that sort of warehousey big box area. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where like, where America's largest Walmart is? 
Yeah, I think it's sort of cycled through. Is that America's largest it Walmart? It is. America's largest Walmart is in Albany, New York. It's right near where I work. It's it like, does have like, escalators. I've been in there. It has, escal- it has like, it's, it's got two full levels. It's like, take your normal Walmart and put a second Walmart under it. I mean, it's a big Walmart, but I always figured there were bigger Walmarts. I'm 100% sure it's America's largest Walmart. That's weird. In Albany, New York. Anyway. Anyway, uh, that's where Jeepers and the Monkey were Jeepers. Kept. Food, fun, and a monkey. And I think the monkey was always named Jeepers. And there were other ones. Wasn't there like Bonkers or like... Well, I remember DZ Discovery Zone. DZ, DZ Discovery Zone. That had a great jingle, actually. Remember? I'm going DZ Discovery Zone. Discover what I can do on, on my, my own. own. I can jump, swing, crawl, or mountain climb. I'm going DZ. Yeah, it's one of a kind. And then the announcer would say something, and then DZ, where kids want to be. Oh, man. Can you imagine how much, like, COVID you'd get? In <laughs> I remember, one of those like, being now? slightly too big for DZ because I, I was taller for my age, but mm-hmm. also I was a little slightly too old to be going mm-hmm. to DZ and finding it, uh, like, ultimately entertaining. Like, I was in, like, fourth grade, and I think you needed to be in, like, third grade to appreciate it. But I remember, like, climbing around on it and, like, A, feeling a little claustrophobic because of my size, and B, uh, my knees hurting, um, which was good foreshadowing for me being almost 40 now. Where, like, my knee, my knees hurt not even when I'm down on, you know, on the ground crawling around. Like, it, they just hurt all the time. So, I guess Oop. DZ is, like, a, a window into your future, children. I guess so. Oh, Jeepers? Jeepers Indoor Amusement Park, located in Crossgates Commons until it closed in 2010. Wow, I'm surprised it lasted that long. There were a couple others, I want to say, like maybe one that was train-themed or something called like... Train-themed? I don't think Bonkers. Bonkers was the Disney afternoon television show with the cat, the cartoon who... Bing like, Bongs, I don't know. They had We had a couple in Albany. Jeepers Bing is the bongs. one I remember because they abused... Small monkeys. <laughs> I never there. knew about the monkey. If I'd known about the monkey, I might have gone at the time. Now I'd be against the monkey. But uh, it's funny. Interesting. Well, so we know, you know, a little bit here about the history of Milford Amusement Center. I will tell you uh, what happened next. After it closed in 2011, it sat there vacant for a long time. Finally, they demolished it in 2015 after it was sold to a group of investors. It was a 7.5 acre site. Okay, I'm sure in that Milford, was worth Connecticut. What a do you lot. make a guess? How okay. much do you think it was worth? What year? 2015, a 7.5 acre site on a, I guess a major road in uh, in Milford, Connecticut. How Milford much? is a richer area. It's definitely sort of a bedroom community for people who commute to Manhattan. So it's a you can you can commute to Manhattan from Milford. Okay, it's very nice. Okay, seven acres. Seven and a half, but go on. Seven and a half. Could Important. it have been like two million an acre? So uh, $14 million. You are exactly halfway there. Oh, geez. $28 million uh-huh. for the property on, what was it called? Boston, po- Boston Post Boston Road. Boston Post Road. Uh, so it was sold. Um, and it was uh, demolished to make way for a strip mall anchored by a uh, much anticipated at the time drive through Panera Bread. Oh. And every article I read stipulated that it was a drive through Panera Bread, not just your run of the mill. Hey, I got to park and walk in and order mm-hmm. my my sandwich and soup. You no. could drive through on this one. You say, gimme me Panera, yep. and you don't even have to get out yep. of your car. My butt is 
stuck in this seat. Like my my skin and my short shorts is like sealed to the vinyl. You're like a bread bowl me sandwich jockey <laughs> and you don't even have to get out of your car. Exactly. So um, and before we get into the jingle, I've got a little bit more information for you, Caitlin. I am expecting tragic deaths uh hauntings hauntings would be nice now if it was hauntings uh, i would have jumped right in with that um we we talked a little off air and i said you know remember when we did the marine land episode and and you know there was there was some great like fodder about a lot of dark owners who were hunting dogs on the property yep. and, um, <laughs> and just like animal rights groups like trying to like save these animals and a walrus escaped and ended up at the falls oh that's right I yeah remember. We got to go back and listen to those old episodes just to hear those stories again. Um, but no, nothing nearly as interesting. But still, a few things that um, showed up both on a website called Abandoned Connecticut, which actually showed some pictures of it before its uh, demolition, and also um, some news articles from from when it did close in 2011. Um, we got three incidences. I'm going to go in reverse uh, numeric order mm-hmm. here or, or, or chronological order. Okay. Uh, 2008, there were reports of gunshots fired. During an all-night youth event, so you know those youth lock-ins, where like kids like sleep overnight, oh, or, or stay awake all night at, at at these like these places. I've heard of them in like like a church arenas. campy thing, a church campy thing. Yeah, so shots fired mm-hmm. while kids were you know basically unsupervised overnight at uh, at this place. Uh, Two thousand one, there was a double stabbing, a double stabbing outside the center after about a dozen people became involved in a fight. One person was stabbed three times and severely injured, while the second person incurred superficial wounds. Uh, seven people were arrested for their involvement in that fight. So 2001. So double stabbing refers to the Im- two people number stabbed. of people stabbed, not the amount of times. <laughs> yeah, so it wasn't like, stab, stab, I gotcha. <laughs> yeah, like double, or like, a, I'm, somehow I was imagining one person and two knives and was like, <laughs> meh, 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 to either side of them. <laughs> <laughs> that would really suck. Like somebody with two knives and they just get you on either side of your chest. Yeah, like so nice. I stabbed him twice. <laughs> you know, the way to kill somebody, though, is a triple stabbing. Because if you get double stabbed, you can use one palm for each stab wound mm-hmm. and just kind of apply pressure. The triple stab and you're like, no, I know I'm done. So You have no other like flat things to staunch the stab. Yeah, what what could you do? Unless like you got stabbed in like your inner thigh and then you used your other leg to kind of squeeze it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just had to like kind of hop to the hospital like holding your inner t- <laughs> it's, a, it's a triple stabbing triple that, that'd be a triple stabbing no so it was a double stabbing but one the one person there you go was was st- uh, stabbed three times so i guess that's that's mm-hmm. tough but uh i understand that person survived and then the most notorious incident occurred uh in august 1994 uh when the park was only but eight years old mm-hmm. um and that's when gangs from bridgeport and stratford clashed outside the arcade um uh, a gentleman named lante borges then 19 eventually uh, pleaded guilty to shooting a rival gang member in the foot a gang from stratford connecticut you, you know, say? i don't know what, i don't know if bridgeport or stratford uh, was the aggressor in that uh-huh. uh, particular incident but another teen was pistol whipped and two police officers were assaulted Um, Now, the arcade at the time had been staying open until 2 a.m. on weekends, but they began to close at midnight following the shooting. 2 a.m. is pretty late. Midnight's actually pretty late for, like, a place where kids would hang out. Like, are bowling alleys even open that late? I don't know. The commercial makes it look like bring the kids for a fun day. It doesn't look like 
Yeah, we're like open a, like till a gang midnight. initiation place. It doesn't even look like Dave and Buster's. It looks uh, like a very daytime situation. It does. It does. So, you know, I mean, all the all the footage is in daylight. That's for darn sure. So, mm-hmm. um, well, that's about it for the history. I say, why don't we go ahead and give this jingle a listen and then we can talk about uh, if we like it or not. Play it. You ready? Okay, here we go. This is Milford Amusement Center, May 1992, musical TV commercial, quote, We've Got the Fun on YouTube, uh, uploaded in December of 2018, about 4,700 views, soon to be 4,701. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Milford. Milford Amusement Center. We've got the fun. We've got the fun. All year long. We've got the fun. Yeah, we've got billiards. Come on and play. Connecticut's largest game arcade. Bumper cars and go-karts too. And this is what kids love to do. We've got the fun. We've got So before we get into first impressions, I want to point out, we were like, do they have bumper cars or go-karts? They had them both. Bumper cars, a go-kart too. Yeah, so that was really good. Um, Caitlin, as always, let's get your first impressions. This is what kids love to do. Um, <laughs> well, the first thing that sticks out to me is mill Yes. And I think, I think it's in harmony too, right? Like they, they did this vocal slide, but there were two mm-hmm. lady voices going, woo. Mm. and another one on top of it by like a third or something Mm -hmm. that was fun i actually like in the very very beginning of it it starts with like a synthetic like did you hear that it it gets you right in there we'll we'll start it off again you hear that Mm -hmm. and like like it's so fast that i don't think like a normal drummer could pull that off but in 1992 they're like we have the technology yeah. We can give you this ultra fast, like 64th note, you know, sandwich of notes for you if you mm-hmm. want. Um, so, yeah, Milford's was Milford really nice. Amusement Center. Now, I do like how they say it's Milford's uh, or Milford Amusement Center. We've got the fun. So they gave us the name of the the, the advertiser and a slogan, mm-hmm. which I think they start and end with, right? We've got the fun. Like, it ends with that. Yes. So, that right off the bat, somebody knew what they were doing when they put this together. Mm-hmm. And it sounds good, too. Um, what else? What else do you like about it? Of I like that they... There's sort of a syncopation a little bit. Okay. But <laughs> they start listing off the things. Like, there's a... You could do a little Charleston to Milford Amusement Center. Okay. Um, I like so they have they obviously they had a lot to fit in there right they're listing everything they have mm-hmm. I think it's hilarious that they led with billiards like hey kids don't you want to play billiards <laughs> <laughs> like come on in play and like I, I mean I don't want to go to a pool hall they're like oh well we have like 10 other things that are way better too like you should have led with that <laughs> this is what kids like to do uh we are watching a tv ad and they actually show a bunch of stuff in the TV ad that they don't name, like batting cages, mm-hmm. like video games. I saw Nathan's hot dog, like snack bar. Yeah, they have a whole Nathan's in there. They have kids with rat tails. Oh yeah. As uh, I'm trying to think, what else they was there a slide? Something going on a slide. I didn't see anybody on a slide, but again, we're not supposed to focus on the 
on what we saw. This is more of like giving you context for like what you could I expect. Know. But in the song itself, like yes. they listed a bunch of fun activities. I, I think like I, I love the sound of the jingle. I think it's a lot of fun. It's another one of those things where like it sounds like it's from the 80s, but it's really from the early 90s. But they were definitely going for maybe a little bit of it. I don't think they were purposely going for something that was dated. I think that was just what was being produced at that time. Does that make sense? Do you know that uh like that uh ain't we got fun in the morning in the evening ain't we got fun? No, is this a jingle or? No, 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 Like it's a song from the maybe thirties or forties. No. Ain't we got fun? I think they're doing. They're kind of doing that. Okay. With this jingle. I do like their logo, and and this is the first time ever in this podcast that I'm actually like one of us is saying logo and we mean it. I've done so well. Yeah, you didn't you didn't say logo instead of jingle uh, last episode, by the way. Congratulations, I'm very proud of you. I worked very hard. Um, but this time I'm I am saying logo, but I mean logo. Uh, Caitlin, we're looking at it now. Mm -hmm. It's it's a what would you call that? Like a canopy on top? It's like a. (laughs) Looks like a merry-go-round canopy, right? What's the thing with the thing with the horses? It's a merry-go-round. Yeah, it's right? like that. That tent. a carousel, if a you will. A carousel, a carousel top. So the carousel top, and then underneath it, it says Milford. Like a Garfield font, kind of. It is of. a Garfield font, but it's all capital letters except for the I, right? Yeah. What's up with that? It's because they really pull that I out when they sing. Milford. I would say the Ford is the. Milford. Yeah, maybe both. Um, and then a bunch of stars, and then a whole new font for amusement center. Mm-hmm. Um, but so it's it's kind of funny, like like I, I like the term Garfield font because it's a great way to represent it. But the logo doesn't really match the song, in my opinion. It's like old timey almost like this is from the 60s. And yet the song is definitely of the 80s. And yet it, the whole thing was produced in 1992. <laughs> so I think this is a beloved uh, jingle based on like there are uh, Facebook pages like, you know, that fans have created for this and and they all talk about how they love the jingle they all were like listing lyrics from it um the whole reddit post about it um yeah much like our the last jingle we talked about uh consistency i think is what ingrained this into the hearts and minds of those living in connecticut at the time Mm -hmm. i think it was played a lot makes sense so you would hear it all the time and it sort of took on a catskill game farm type of thing if you live there, then we've got the fun. I like that slogan. I mean, it's been fun. We've got the fun. fun. <laughs> we got bumper cars, uh, the other cars, several different types of cars, gang wars, <laughs> multiple stabbings, grab some naps, and you're ready to stab. <laughs> Want to play billiards? No, you don't. That's okay. We got video games. <laughs> Your parents can drink and play billiards while you play Pac Man. <laughs> Stuff your face with a couple of Nathans. It's okay. It's Dad's Weekend Milford's <laughs> Amusement Center. Don't tell Mom. <laughs> it's Dad's Weekend. It definitely feels like a... The kids were going to Milford's like or Milford Amusement Center. Yeah, like it's Dad's Weekend. He doesn't know what to do with you, but like you're going to love it. He's good time, Dad, and he's going to take you to Milford Amusement Center. You go to Milford. Like, oh, Dad, can't we just like watch, you know, something on home box office because you know 1992 no your mom won't like that so Mm -hmm. he's gonna give you like a book of tickets he's gonna pop himself down with a plastic cup full of beer and you can just like go nuts come back by six keep your eye on your brother so 
I don't know how, I mean, this is obviously related, but I was watching like little news broadcast, mm-hmm. like snippets on YouTube about the closure. And I, I mentioned they were interviewing the one, you know, girl who said, oh, you know, they, they're closing because they're not making money. It's like, yeah, no kidding. Um, but they also interviewed this poor guy who like opened a pizza shop there like a year and a half before they closed, oh, like no. in the building. He's like, yeah, 50% of my business was like pizza for the, you know, it was called Smiles Entertainment at that point. He's like, they're closing. He's like, I just lost 50% of my business because these guys decided to close, oh, no. you know, so they, they, but point is though, they, they had tenants in the building. Like, so they had food, you know, either Nathan's or this pizza place. Like they had it all. Like it was basically a, uh, independent Chuck E. Cheese, um, and as uh, the representative of the ownership group stated, like Chuck E. Cheese beat us, and you don't hear that a lot. You don't hear a lot of mm-hmm. people being like, "Damn that Chuck E. Cheese and their innovation!" Like they're really kicking our tails with their tokens and animatronics. I never went to Chuck E. Cheese, but oh. they were obviously they were for young, like nobody over the age of ten went to Chuck E. Cheese, mm-hmm. and it sounded like this place. Like, yeah, this for kids, the ad mentions kids, but they're open till 2 a.m. and people got shot there. Mm-hmm. So it seemed like a place where maybe, there may be some scary older kids running around if you were a kid in there. And then if you were a teen, you could still go there. It seems weird that Chuck E. Cheese beat, was the problem. Yeah. <laughs> unless they just used that, they assumed. Chuck E. Cheese took her job. Well, and that's a funny thing. Like, they blamed it on, or, or, and by they, I mean the representatives. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, it's Xbox and PlayStation, and Chuck E. Cheese beat us out. I'm like, those things have existed for a very long time. You know, like, Xbox has been around since, like, what, like, 1990-something? You know, and it was good. It's always been good. Like, home entertainment centers have existed, you know, with, like, Nintendo as early as the mid to late 80s mm-hmm. you know and and were popular not just like oh it's atari and i guess it kind of works like it was like no nintendo is there you can't blame like any any one of these systems on your demise like something else must have must have ended this whole i feel thing. like maybe it was the stabbings maybe this but there was only three stabbings in 25 year run yeah, maybe it got like Every it got gross in there kind of yeah. like it was somewhere it maybe got a little run down mm-hmm Maybe somebody did some math and said, if we get this place condemned, we can get $28 million. Yeah, really? <laughs> just like, I, I think we're never going to profit unless we just give up this lot of land. <laughs> Maybe just like somebody kicks over a bucket of kerosene. <laughs> they never had to burn it down, uh, thankfully, but it, it did get demolished. So I, 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 I love the jingle. I think it's a lot of fun. It's campy. Um, it sounds like it had staying power, mm-hmm. you know, in its community. So this one checks a lot of the boxes, if not all of the boxes, in terms of memorability, catchiness, um, goofiness, and um, and the repetition required to to make it a classic in its area. I think. Milford Amusement Center. So it did change its name eventually. Like I said, we think it might have been called the Wreck at some point, mm-hmm. um, but eventually it was called Smiles Entertainment Center. Um, and now Smiles did put out its own commercial, oh. its own its own jingle. Do you have this? All right, well, all right, I lied. It's not a jingle. I looked it up. Is it a logo? It is basically <laughs> a logo, and here's why. So you can you can find it on YouTube. I forget what it's called, but if you look up Smiles Entertainment Center, you'll find a, a commercial from the early 2000s when the name switched over. And it's just like a rock song, like an instrumental. There's no lyrics, um, and it's like a montage of of a bunch of 
people, you know, kids and young adults doing all the same things. They're on bumper cars, they're shooting pool, they're, they're playing more modern video games and such. Um, but sprinkled throughout are these quick flashes of like their cartoon smile logo. <gasps> oh, and it's just no. like flash. And then, you know, somebody like eating pizza flash. And just, it keeps on like giving you this like subliminal uh-huh. flashes of the smile logo. <laughs> and then at the end, it's just like, smiles like come to our freaking place like mm-hmm. it'll be fine so <laughs> smiles come to our freaking place it'll be fine <laughs> it'll be fine you ain't getting stabbed no. even though um outside of that 1994 incident all the violence took place at smiles so oh okay so if you do the math i mean 1994 was milford amusement center mm-hmm. 2001 is when the, the problems really began outside of 1994 smiles smiles smile Yells. Smiles, movement center. We got the smiles. We got the teeth. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so yeah, I, I won't bore you with the. I won't play it because it's just an instrumental of, of this like generic rock song. But if you if you want to like have cartoon smiles like haunting your dreams for you know a solid mm-hmm. uh, weekend, I, I would highly recommend you, you check out that one too. Um, any any parting thoughts on this one, Caitlin? We're only thirty two minutes in, thirty three minutes in, so. If you want to stretch us out, be my guest. I'm trying to think. I've uh, There's a lot of amusement park, theme park jingles out there. And I think we are just scratching the surface of the treasure trove. Yeah, you sent me a, a, a few different ones. I did. I tend to uh, go down the rabbit hole of both pizza and theme parks there's a lot of pizza jingles there's a lot of theme park jingles a lot of old dead theme parks well, well some of the best jingles are the kind of places that are a combination pizza place and destination would you not agree mm-hmm. like the very company that put this place out of business chuck e cheese or maybe its predecessor do you know that i'm at the combination pizza and uh, was it pizza hut and taco bell did Pizza Hut and Taco Bell ever ever have a baby and make one of those Pizza Hut Taco Bell locations? Or was it Long John's? What's that song? Do you know what I'm There's talking about? There's a song about this? Yeah. Uh-oh. She's going to the iPhone 4, folks. This, good sir, is an iPhone 6. <laughs> oh, okay. Could not tell. It also blends in seamlessly with your shirt. Your phone case is the same color as your shirt. So as far as I can tell, you're just... Like tapping some invisible thing in your hands. Yeah. At the Pizza Hut and Taco Bell. But there's a song about this? Yeah. I'm at the Pizza Hut. I'm at the Taco Bell. I'm at the combination Pizza Hut and Taco Bell. Okay. All right. So we're about to break our own rule here, folks. We don't normally play national advertisements. However. It's not even an advertisement. Do you remember when they had, they had like that combination Pizza Hut and Taco Bell? Okay, sure. So maybe they had the same location, but there's a song about this. And is it an actual ad, a jingle? I don't think so. But it's like, I got that pizza, but I got that taco smell. All right. We're going to play it for you. This is a treat. And, you know, Caitlin has it all queued up. I do. (laughs) You You don't just come in here spitting off lyrics like that without like, presenting it as a whole so i i just read the lyrics and i don't think there's anything bad in it Should is I this hold? gonna is this gonna be like a, a pg-13 episode you think i don't think so can, can I hold we have a lot of children up? who listen to this show i'm i'm sure 
This was uh, this video was posted by someone named Ryan H. <laughs> That's a weird name and uh, so weird last initial combo. Um, we'll go ahead and uh, play it for us, Caitlin. And if there's a video with it, I'd like to see it at the same time. All right. I mean, it was it was catchy. I'll give him that. I just thought you were talking about like a, a legitimate like jingle where they're like, "Hey, we got Pizza Hut and Taco Bell in the same building. Now you can finally." It it is a legitimate. They do have legitimate Pizza Hut and Taco no, Bell. I'm in sure the same they building. exist. I just thought maybe there was a jingle to celebrate like this unholy marriage of pizza and Mexican food. I don't know if they ever because it's Yum Brands. I think they don't have Pizza Hut and Taco Bell. Right. Well, they also own Long John Silver's. I don't know if that's still around. It's yeah, like Southwestern Maritime. Wait. So. Is is Long John Silver's still a chain? I haven't seen one in a while. Let's see here. Uh, yeah, we got. It. I mean, this is nothing is better. No, no better content can be provided than <laughs> listening to hosts like ask questions like, "Does that exist?" and then actually googling it while you're on the air. Do I want to allow pop-ups or not pop-ups? Uh, cookies? No. Long John Find a restaurant. That's somewhere I've never been. Oh, really? They had these things called hush puppies, and they were just fried dough, as far as I can tell. Isn't it like fish? Well, yeah, for sure. Long John Silver's menu. Who goes I searched New York, and it says, sorry, there's no locations in New York. So there used to be Taco Bell and Long John Silver's combination restaurants, and then they just did the math. They're like... Holy crap, everybody wants a chalupa, nobody wants a hush puppy. <laughs> like I'm seeing on openmenu.com Long John Silver's in Queensbury. I just searched New York State and it says we're sorry there's none in New York. And I'm on Long John Silver's oh, website. I'm sorry. So the Queensbury one is probably like a legacy listing on Yelp or something. We got Wild Alaskan Pollock. We got Scrimps. Scrimps? We got- is that their version of shrimps? I just said that. Oh, okay. We got, like we can't call it shrimp. We're sorry. We got scrimps. We scrimped it. You know, scrimps. Wait, there are five locations in New York according to this website. Um, Queensberry is is the one. Hush, puppy. How about that? Okay, Queensberry is close to the Albany area. That's why we're like, oh, look at that, but mm-hmm. not close enough to go. Okay, I stand corrected. Weird that their their search didn't yield that, but I do see one in Batavia, Hudson, Oneida, Queensberry, and Vestal. So there's like a thing around here with people getting fish fry though. There are fish fry locations I'm like fine. Jean's fish fry, Ted's. Ted's fish fry. Maybe this is serving that like Catholic need of eating fish on Friday. You on go to Fridays, Long John yeah. Silver's. I suppose. Did well, they have a? F- bottom line is there's no jingles associated with any of these places. There so. wasn't like Yokiero Taco 
Silvers. Taco fish. <laughs> What's Spanish for John? Juan. That sounds right. Yo yeah. quiero Juan. Mm. What's fish in Spanish? I don't know. I, sp- I spoke French, and I don't oh. know uh, fish in French either. It's so. pesh. Oh, yeah, that sounds right. Well, anyway, uh, cycling back or circling back, I should say, to, you know, the content of the show and, and the whole point of it is is uh, jingles. Pescado. Oh, good. Thank you for You're solving that. Mm-hmm. Our listeners were on the edge of their seats. Yep. Um, so we've got to preview our next episode. And I think maybe in light of what we just talked about, should we be looking at a place that served pizza and entertainment all on one sweet, sweet platter? We should, and we should probably look at somewhere that is maybe a, a heritage place that no longer exists. Well, it exists of. in some form, right? It's still a physical location. And that is? Crystal Beach. Oh, that's not what I thought you were going to say. I forgot, <laughs> I forgot we agreed on Crystal Beach. I thought we were going to do showbiz pizza where a kid can be a kid. Which eventually turned into Chuck E. Cheese's. Because, you know, pizza and entertainment in one. Well, if I'm looking back at our text thread, I believe we agreed on Crystal Beach because it had a key change. We certainly did. And yet I thought I, on the fly since we had talked about Chuck E. Cheese so much. I have much, the receipts. Oh, I thought you were going for theme park. No. Well, listen. Our two next upcoming episodes are going to We're going to do them back to back now? Yes. Showbiz Pizza and Crystal Beach. But which order will surprise you? Actually, no, we're going to do Crystal Beach next, so you should be hearing it in the background now. Crystal Beach is where? On the shores of Lake Erie. Lake Erie, okay, so that's an Ontario one, right? Yes. Uh, in fact, I think the, the word, or the, the, the town, or the city, or what is that, a province? Ontario is a province. It's a province. So the province of Ontario is, is mentioned in the song, mm-hmm. so you know it's Canadian. Um, so that's going to be a fun one, folks. Uh, we hope you stick around for it, uh, by which we mean wait another two months and uh, maybe one of us will get off our butts and, and edit the uh, the episode and put it out there. Um, we will. It's going to be fun. Trust us. Well, I suppose that's it for us. We've uh, knocked out two episodes on this particular uh, occasion and uh, we wished somebody a happy birthday. We thank the listener for sending in something for us to review mm-hmm. we've outed uh your husband uh by name and potentially last name initial listen close <laughs> um but i think that's about it so i guess we should say goodbye for now i'm don Ferlazo. i'm caitlin k this has been welcome to the, jingle. to the jingle jinglers out jinglers out mic drop mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.